Hello. <clears throat> Thank you for joining in today. I am Apostle Maria Brown, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. I'm so happy that you decided to join in with me today. <clears throat> today, we're going to go ahead and further our topic over the past couple of weeks. We have transitioned into discussing the names of God. Likewise, today, we're going to finish up some of that topic and hopefully and prayerfully we'll be able to get through it. I do have a lots of notes and a lot of information that I want to share with you. So I may not be able to finish it all in today. And if that's the case, then we will finish it up on next week as the Lord permits. Amen. So I'm so excited about what the Lord is doing in your life. I am praying for you all. I want you all to be encouraged. Um, one of the things I want to do today, I always want to end on a note of prayer. And I definitely want to cover us in prayer today in terms of um, knowing the, the names of God, but also we want to cover and pray against um, this virus that has been released from the pits of hell, this coronavirus. Lots of people have been nervous about it. A lot of people are falling into fear. A lot of people are getting a little bit discouraged. And then also we are releasing the power of this demon by the words that we say. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to go into much details on it. Um, that will probably be a later discussion, but actually that would be a really, really good topic to cover, cover today about how demons work and operate how they infiltrate, how they infect. I mean, that word infect, just word that you hear when you talk about viruses or infections or even some allergies, the word infect and how it infects the believer, even our, in our environment and our region. And as believers, we go into agreement, even though we're not privy, that we're going into agreement with these forces because of the words that we release. I mean, our words become like water unto seeds of unrighteousness based on the things that we release. And today I want to pray at the end of our, our studies today over that virus. And then I'm going to go back and I'm going to put a prayer out on the uh, po my podcast, and you can follow me on Anchor Podcast, Wager One Winning Podcast, and retrieve those prayers also. But I'm so excited. Um, over these last couple of weeks, we have been talking about the names of God, and it's so important as a believer that we understand and get to know the names of God and be able to call Him by his name, his character, um, because um, the reason for that is that it really highlights his character, who we're serving, and also his works. And he put those two together. It identifies the only true sovereign God and his relationship based on his character and his works in a believer's life, if that makes any sense. Okay, so on the last couple of weeks, we talked about... Um, he has been called Alpha and Omega, and I'm going to briefly go over these, and I'm going to go back and reiterate some of the names because I want you to get this down in your spirit. Studies show that uh, our mind, our brains, no matter how smart you are, there are, they're very short uh, uh, 
have very short attention spans. And this is why it's important as believers that we we ingest ourselves with the word of God on a daily basis. We cannot just live by food alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And this is one that also hopefully in prayer, I get to it that we call him the bread of life because he is our substance. He is our portion. He is our nourishment and our nutrients for the spiritual and the natural. Amen. So it's really important as believers that we come into this yada moment of experience with God and begin to understand his characteristics and his, his way, his way of doing things. Because when we begin to do that, saints of God, it draws us near to him. You remember a couple of weeks ago in my teachings, I said that it is our responsibility to have a relationship with him and to initiate that relationship. And the Bible tells us over in James chapter four, verses eight, that we have to draw near to God and he will draw near to us. Okay, when you're drawing near to someone, that means you're taking that initiative to get to know that person and have a yada experience with them. And likewise, I mean, it's the same way with us getting to know God as if we was taking that time out of our busy schedule to get to know someone that has drawn an interest to us or we have drawn an interest to them. Amen. And if we're serving God, we don't want it to be religious like or we don't want it to become traditionalized. We want a solid, healthy, wholesome relationship with him. One of the things I like about this radio station is that it gives me the opportunity to have dialogue and to be able to dialect with you all and to really be able to break things down on a slower pace opposed to just preaching the gospel is teaching you the gospel and what God has, I mean, the expectations God has for mankind. All right. And so one of the other reasons why we, the Bible t- uh, need to really know the names of God. And it's a really good thing for us to know the names of God over in John chapter 17. This is what Jesus said. He said in John chapter 17, verses three, it says, and this is eternal life that you may know thee." And he's talking about God that we, that they, I'm sorry, may know thee. And he was interceding for us. He said, and this is eternal life that they may know thee. He's talking to God, heavenly father, Abba, Yahweh, uh, amen. The only God, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Amen. So when we begin to have a, uh, a seek out the scriptures and begin to have a, a, a intimate relationship with with the Lord and begin to know him and call him by names, he is obligated to respond. And then you begin to see the more his character come to play in your life. Um, if you're just been living, period, whether you're young, old, in between, it doesn't matter. And if you have been in this walk for some period of time, once you begin to know the names of God, they should stick out to you based on the things in life and your experiences in life. As we call the names out, oh, he's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. 
You know, he's the beginning and the end of any situations, all situations, anything that we have to encounter and to endure. It gives us the confidence to know that no matter what we're going through, saints of God, that God is there with us. He's at the beginning of this situation, so nothing catches him by surprise. He's at the end of the situation, so nothing will be disappointing to him. And he's in the middle of the situation, walking alongside of us to ensure that we are successful and that we've come out of the situation victorious. I like to look at the three Hebrew boys and tell the, the story tells us that there was a fourth man in the fire with them. And we know that there was Yahweh and we know that there was God that was walking along in the fire with them going through, letting him know, Hey, I'm in this battle with you. And guess what? You're going to come out and you're not even going to smell like smoke. I mean, what the thing, the things that was designed to take you out, won't be able to take you out. So when we get to know him on that, by his names, then the, it begins to, whatever we're going through in life begins to highlight his character and his works. And what that does for us as believers, it ignites our faith. Oh my God, it ignites our faith, saints of God. Uh, so that was one of the first names. I'm going to go ahead for the sake of time because I can get caught up in this. I'm going to tell you, when we get talking about the Lord, I'm telling you, 30 minutes does not suffice me. <laughs> Amen. But I'm going to go ahead and go and recap, uh, overcap some of the names, and then I'm going to hit you with some more names. Atik Yum, Atik Yum, Ancient of Days. Amen. And that means he exists forever. Amen. There is no time frame on our God. I mean, so th that is we, that's one of the names of him, Atik Yom. And that means he's the ancient of days. And that is referenced over in the book of Jan Daniel chapter seven. And then, um, a couple of verses in, in Daniel. And then we're El Elyon. He's the most high God. I mean, he's high and he's lifted up. Huh? The Bible even tells us when the enemy comes in like a flood, that the spirit of the Lord raises up a standard over. We're talking about him being high and lifted up, exhausted above all things, saints of God. He is the most high God. Besides him, there is no other God. Amen. Sometimes in life we have made, I mean, even I'm talking when I say we as believers has made other things, other places and other people, our God, but he is the only God and he is to be exalted. Amen. So we're talking about El Elyon, God, he's God most high. And you can reference that in Genesis chapter 14. El Olam, he's everlasting God. Amen. He does, he's, he's not, he, he doesn't have an expiration date. Amen. <laughs> he's everlasting God. And this is also should give us the assurance that no matter what we're going through, he's infinite. We're finite. But no matter what we're going through, God is there with us. Even if we don't sense him or even if we don't feel him, even if we don't hear his voice. And it seems like sometimes saints of God, we can go through things for so long and it's like, God, we ask the question, God, where are you? I've been guilty of this myself. And I mean, the human side of us say, God, where are 
love you. You know, but God has assured us in his word over in Psalms 90 that he is El Olam. He's an everlasting God. He's with us. He's there. He is there. He's been there before that time. He's ancient of days. He's Alpha and Omega. I mean, these words, they begin to, I'm telling you, when you start thinking about God and some of the things that he's brought you out of those names, I'm telling you, will bless your soul so much and you won't have no other choice but to serve him and to worship him. Elroy, he sees all things referenced in Genesis 16. He's Elroy. That's nothing, you know, I mean, God, do you see what I'm going through? God, do you know what they said about me? God, do you see everything? He sees all things. A lot of times it's not that God is somewhere and he's missing in action. A lot of times he doesn't respond at the time that we expect for him to respond because he's gotten us on the potter's wheel. I mean, he has us on that potter's wheel. He's making us. He's the rabbi. And that's one of the names mm, that I'm going to talk about, but I'm not going to get to today. I want to kind of push this to God. I mean, start with God and then push it on till we get to the name of Jesus. Amen. And he is our rabbi. He's our great teacher. And so he sees all things, right? And so he knows what we're going through. And then it's El Shaddai. He's almighty God. He's a multi-breasted God. Amen. And so he's Elohim. He's the creator of all things. And Yahweh, he's a self-existent God. Yahweh and Jehovah. You know, those are two other names of God. And he said that, you know, Moses asked him, who shall I tell Pharaoh that sent me and gave me these words to speak. And he said, you tell him I am that I am. Hallelujah. So we're talking about Yahweh. We're talking about Jehovah. Now we understand in the, um, Hebrew language in those days that there were the J was silent, right? But you know, God stills respond to Jehovah. I mean, if you want to say Jehovah, Yahweh, that's you. And amen. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make things so spiritual and so deep that people miss it. I want you to get it. I want you to be able to get it and to have that, 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 that relationship with him and know him by name. And I'm going to go fast because I got 16 minutes left. Okay. Yahweh Nisi, the Lord, our banner. He's high and he's raised up Exodus 17 reference that. And then he's Yahweh Ra. He is the Lord, our shepherd. I, the Psalmist David referenced him that over in Psalms 23. And then also the apostle John over in chapter 10, he says that he is our shepherd. He's the great shepherd. Amen. He's a keeper of our soul. He's the keeper of our, of who we are, the very being of who we are. We should not be in lack. We should not desire or want anything because we're Whatever we need, we can find it in him. He is Yahweh, hallelujah, um, Ra. He is the she- our great shepherd. Yahweh Rapha. He's the Lord, our healer. In Exodus uh, 15, this reference there that he is our healer. He is the one who brings healing into our body. He has been born, hallelujah, with all our afflictions and they have been taken to the cross and nailed, hallelujah, with them. He is our healer. So that means that no matter what we believe in God for, whether it is an infirmity or affliction in our natural bodies, in our state of mind, in our relationships, come on now, in our spiritual being, hallelujah, by his stripes, his lashes, 
his wounds, we are healed. He is Yahweh Rapha. Okay, Yahweh Shalom. Hallelujah. He is the Lord of peace. This is referenced over in Judges 6, uh, chapter 6. Now check this out. I have referenced and been trying to train, chase down all the names of God in the Bible. And I have so many references of these names. So they're not just specifically in these chapters. They're through Genesis. I mean, all the way through the Old Testament and the New Testament. But I'm giving you some core, core uh, scriptures that you can go back and reference on. Amen. Yahweh. I mean, he is the God of uh, Shalom. He is the God of peace. Hallelujah. He is the peace in the midst of your storms. Uh, when life seems like it's going to take you down and the enemy will have you to not even be able to have rest. I mean, the Bible, uh, the psalmist said that I lay my down, my head down to sleep and I wake up in peace. And it's he's Jehovah. He is Jehovah Shalom. He is the God of peace. He is a peace in the midst of our storms. He is the peace. The Bible tells us over in the New Testament that he said, this peace I give you, not of the world's peace. He's talking about a complete peace. The word shalom means to be whole and complete. You know, this is why he tells us over in the book of Isaiah, if we keep our minds on him, he will keep us in perfect peace. When he's talking about our mind, he's talking about our suke, our will and our emotions. When we're keeping our mind on him, we will have that shalom of peace. That means when we're going through adversity, we're going through trying times, we have to call upon Jehovah or Jehovah Shalom. Yahweh Shalom, the God of peace and in the name of Jesus. And then we will be able to experience the peace. Philippians tell us in chapter four that we're not to be anxious for anything. He said, be not anxious or he said, be not careful for anything. So we as a believer have to take control of our emotions, control of our thought process, control over those anxieties and fears, which are demonic assignments that have come to attack us to try to distract us from what God has for us and what God wants to do through us and for us. So he said, be anxious, not for that, but by all things through Prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. He gives us a three-part hallelujah assignment and directive on what to do. We want to pray. We want to bring in supplications into our prayers. And then we want to hit this thing hard with praise. He said, and then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Yahweh Shalom. And some, some studies say, and the God of peace. Hallelujah. The God of peace, Yahweh Shalom. Hallelujah. Will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So that is Yahweh Shalom. So we're going to go on to Yahweh Shama. Got 12 minutes left and I'm already feeling the power of the Holy Ghost in here. And I haven't even went over the other ones. Okay. And so hallelujah, Yahweh Shama. The Lord is there. He's there with you. Psalms 139. Yahweh Sabaoth. He is the Lord who is mighty. He is mighty at battle. Isaiah chapter 6. Adonai is another name. He is our Lord and our master. You know, we always say, you know, when we uh, encounter someone, we say, and we're and trying to give them the invitation of Christ, we say, do you accept Jesus Christ as your 
personal Lord and Savior. Amen. But even though we say Lord first, it should read as, and it should be as your Savior, personal Savior and Lord. Because see, he saves us from the penalties of sin, which is death and damnation and spending eternity life in Sheol, which is hell. But then he becomes, we allow him to become our Lord, which is our master as we walk this life out and as we on this journey, which saves us from the powers of sin, present, future, and any, uh, in the past of sins. He is Adonai, our Lord and master. When we say that he's our Lord and master, then we are obedient to what his word has for us. The Bible says, uh, uh, if we love him, then we will keep his, his commands. So that comes into us reckoning him and recognizing him as Adonai. Lord, you are my Lord. You are my Lord. And besides you, there is no other Lord. I, it is you. I live and move and have my being. You are my Lord. Amen. Another name, and this is a theological name is Theos. And this is where we get the name God from Theos. Theos means actually in the Greek, it actually, I'm sorry, Hebrew, it means God. And it means, check this out. It means the only God. This is where we get the word from theology, the study of God. Amen. And when you so when you hear the word Theos, you know that God, the only God is attached to that name. Amen. And that's referenced over in Matthews 23, Romans 3. And there's many more. All right. I'm going to go on for the sake of time. Yahweh Sikhanu. He is the Lord of righteousness. This is referenced in Hebrews chapter 12 and also in Genesis 15 that he is the Lord of righteousness. Amen. And then there's Yahweh Jireh. He is our provider. Genesis 22. Hallelujah. Re, uh, re, reminds us of that, that he is our provider. You remember when Abraham was to sacrifice his son, Isaac on the altar. Hallelujah. And he said, okay, now daddy, I saw you, you know, you got all the things to, to slew, slow, slew an ant, slay an animal. Hallelujah. But I don't see one. And, and Abraham told him the Lord, hallelujah, Jehira, I'm sorry, the Lord, uh, Jira will provide one for his sacrifice. And he did. Amen. And then we're talking about Abba father. He is our heavenly father. Hallelujah. He is our heavenly father. So, um, and that's referenced over in Romans and that we were calling, we can whereby call him Abba father, meaning he is heavenly. He's our heavenly father. And then we're going to go into Eldaya. Eldaya, this is some new ones. Okay. That means that he is the God of knowledge. Mm -hmm. First Samuel's chapter two. And also over in Romans, I believe is Romans 11. Hallelujah. Gives us scriptures that, that he is all knowing. He's all knowing God. He's a God of knowledge. And not only is he's a God of knowledge, but he's a God who, God who puts inputs his knowledge into us. Hallelujah. So when we begin to call him LDL, we're talking about God, you know, all things. And that means that we put our trust in him, knowing that he knows what's best for us. Even the Bible tells us when we pray, we really don't know what we should be praying for. Likewise, the things that we do, we get up in the morning time, we go about our busy day. We operate in ministry. We operate on our jobs. We operate within relationships. But if the truth be told, there are 
times and situations where we don't know it all and we don't have it all. We only go by what we think we know. And so, but when we begin to call on LDL, then the God of all knowledge, we relinquish ourselves over to him and say, God, I don't have this thing all together and I don't know all things, but I serve a God who does. That's giving you, yeah, that's it. That's also relying on him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't know, have to know everything. We just need to know who knows everything and be able to go to him. And that's God. Amen. Jehovah Gabor. Oh my God. I was going through some warfare this past week. And I, uh, this, and then he had to remind me of who he was in war. He is the chief general in war. He is the God who teaches our things. The Bible tells us over in Psalms, hallelujah, um, 139 that he, um, teaches our fingers to war. Amen. Hallelujah. He is a mighty warrior. Okay. He is our teacher. He is Mighty over in Psalms 27. That's what it is. Uh, he says he's the Lord is strong and mighty. He is the Lord who's mighty in battle. He is Jehovah Gabor. He's our gentle general. So when you're going through things opposed to trying to fight it, the Bible tells us that hallelujah, our, our weapons of warfare are not fleshly, but they're mighty. Hallelujah. Through God, you got to be reminded. Hallelujah. Lord, give me a strategy on how to go into this spiritual warfare and how to come out not defeated. Amen. So he's Jehovah Gabor. Hallelujah. For the sake of time, I got five minutes left. I'm going to talk about, hallelujah, Yahweh Mekadesh. He is the Lord who sanctifies us. He set us apart for his use. The word sanctifies merely means set apart for God's use. That means even over in Peter, he tells us that we are a royal priesthood. We are a peculiar people, not that we are spooky people or that we are weird people, but we are peculiar because God has set us aside, set us apart for his use. Amen. And that's Yahweh Mechadesh and that Mechadesh. And that is referenced over in Exodus chapter 31. God bless you today, saints of God. I'm going to stop right there. Next week, I'm going to take you back up with Christos. Uh, we're going to talk about him being the anointed one. And we're going to talk about him being a jealous God. We're going to talk about some of the other attributes of him being like the lily of the valley, rose of Sharon, these things. Hallelujah. When I pray, I call him out by name because I want my God to respond. And he has shown, proven himself to me to be just as who he has revealed himself through his word to be. These are not words that mankind has made up. These are words and characteristics and his works that has been revealed uh, to mankind and they should be revelatory in your life. Amen. So God bless you today. I'm about to pray us out. I want you saints to be encouraged. Go back and go reference these scriptures. Look them up in the Bible. I purposely left the verses out because I want you to read the whole chapter. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's about us drawing closer to him. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up your sons and daughters. First of all, I come before you thanking you for you being Lord God. 
our ancient of days for you being Lord God, Jehovah Ra, our shepherd. You being Jehovah Rapha, our healer. You being Jehovah Shalom, our prince of peace. For you being Jehovah Shama, you'll never leave us nor forsake us. For you being Lord God, hallelujah, our mighty warrior. Father God, you being Lord God, hallelujah. Jehovah Sabbath, hallelujah. You being our banner, Jehovah Nisi. Father God, you being Jehovah Jireh, our provider. For you being Abba, our father. Father God, today I thank you for being Jehovah Sikhanu, the Lord of righteousness. You are Eldea, the God who knows all things. Heavenly Father, I pray a blessing over your sons and daughters that they will find themselves getting more in deep and involved in your words so they can have a more intimate relationship with you, that they will call you by name, that they will be able to see, Lord God, your character, see your works, and ask you, Lord God, hallelujah. Begin to reveal yourself to them. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that they will become more stronger, have more strength, more wisdom, more knowledge, more fortitude, more of anointing, Father God, to be able to advance your kingdom. We pray against the spirit, Lord God, hallelujah, of the coronavirus. In the name of Jesus, we bind up every spirit of infirmity, affliction, infection, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We come against, Lord God, the attacks on mankind father god not just for america but all tongues tribes and nation we lift up lord god hallelujah those that have already been affected with it we decree and declare that they will overcome by the blood of the lamb we apply your blood upon this demon become upon this demon in the name of jesus we command it to go back to the abyss which is the lower parts of hell in the name of jesus we come against every attack satanic attack an assignment that's been sought out to mankind we come against father God a genocide Lord God spirit that will try to cause man to turn on one another we cancel that right now we disrupt it we dismantle it right now we cause Lord God every satanic bomb to disintegrate in the name of Yeshua I'm a seer. and father we thank you right now that this coronavirus virus Lord God will no longer take your sons and daughters out your people out in Jesus name but we decree and declare God that they are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. Jehovah Rapha is our portion. We speak peace in this land, wisdom in this land. We pray right now for intercessors to get on post and be able to pray so and stand in the gap for the land so the land will not be destroyed. Your word in Ezekiel. So, Father, I thank you for turning this situation around. I thank you for giving your sons and daughters the victory. It is in Jesus' name I pray this prayer. Thank God. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. Join me back here each week on Waging War and Winning. Until the next time we meet together, check this out. Let's wage this war and you are a winner. Shalom.